Hello, and welcome back to Unoriginals. My name is Zach. And I'm David. And today, we watched Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Well, what did you think, David? Zenus Lapidus Freeman, this film sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it... I This movie generally is smiled upon by people who watch Disney Channel original movies. People usually like this one. People who don't who haven't watched it in years. Yeah, at least. And it doesn't really hold up well. Uh, it does not hold up well at all. Mm -mm. Why don't why don't you try to figure out what the plot is for this film, Freeman? And I'll chime in if you need help. So Xenon lives in the twenty first century on a space station and her parents are doing research on bone marrow, but it has to be in a vacuum in zero gravity. And Xenon is a troublemaker. She gets into something the the main computer room uh on the space station and the person who's funding the space station is trying to sabotage it for no explained reason. To be clear, this is this is the plot that happens thirty minutes into the movie. Mm -hmm. This doesn't start until about half an hour into this film. The entire half hour before it is nothing. It's just setting up that right. they are in space. So Xenon gets framed for breaking into the main server room. No one believes her that it was actually the main guy's advisor who did it. And she gets banished from the space station to go and live with her aunt on Earth. Uh, she meets new friends and figures out that the guy dropped a tiny like computer chip that has the virus that's slowly shutting down the space station entirely. And her new friends help her reverse it to be a uh, antivirus instead and save the space station. She gets to go back up with a pop star that she won a concert with originally. That's also a plot point. And save the world. Slash space station. That's not it. No. Is that what this film is about? The way I described it makes it, makes it sound better. It does, because it makes it sound shorter. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Interesting as well, but also shorter. It does. It This movie, it's not as bad as You Lucky Dog. No, no, no. But that's, that would it be hard still to is pretty long feeling. It really, really is. It feels like if you... The, the plot, it feels like, happens in 20 minutes. And this movie's mm -hmm. what? It's one of the longer films we've watched. It's like, what is it, 100 minutes long? Um, I'm not sure. Let me well, see. Well, because about halfway through is 50 minutes. Right. So it's about 100 minutes. It's 97. Yeah, and it feels it. I mean, the other films we've watched are around 90. Like, it's, it's around there, but it is one of the longer films we've watched. Mm -hmm. And it feels it. Oh, man. I, uh, I, I, I know that last time I said that we would talk about one of the things we liked about the films and one of the things we didn't like about the film, so... Freeman, what did you like about this film? Or if it's easier, what I didn't you like about this film? I actually do have something that I liked about this. I like the general aesthetic of the movie. The whole 90s future look actually works to its advantage in making it seem futuristic, but it doesn't look insanely dated. Yeah. Um, and some of the design is actually really clever. Like, mm -hmm. as stupid as it is to have Simon Says things as door panels to open up doors, it kind of works. Yeah, yeah, it's not totally nonsensical design. Like, it looks like a space station would look. Yeah, it looks right. Unfortunately, that only extends to the sets. Yes, the the skin-tight, like, bodysuits under clothes 
are a choice. And every character seems to wear it. Mm-hmm. It, it like a skin tight bodysuit of some sort. Mm-hmm. Maybe with something over it. But mostly just the like like a jumpsuit. Right. Except Xenon, she doesn't wear that. No, Xenon has the jumpsuit. She does, but she wears like a significant amount more than any other character. Well, she wears the same as her best friend, uh, Nebula. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's basically the two, I would say, main characters, but Nebula's barely in the film. Right, which is weird. Which I is thought weird she would be she's in second, there more from what I've heard about the movie. Well, yes, especially since she's played by Raven Simone, mm-hmm. who is well-known um, for her work with Disney. I guess maybe she wasn't at this point, though. But she's second build. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's build second... And she's in the film less than any of the Earth characters. Right. I'd say she's only in the film for about 30 minutes in total. Well, Creepy Boyfriend should have been second build. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying he's not creepy in the film, in the context of the film. But he is creepy outside. Every, much like real life, it seems that every male that a character comes across is incredibly creepy. Oh yeah. It it's incredibly uncomfortable the whole time. And I know that I know that with um the main bad guy it's intentional, uh, Mr. Wyndham. It's mm-hmm. definitely intentional for him to be a little bit creepy at the beginning that you get that kind of feeling. But it was kind of overplayed and it just felt so weird. Yeah. It it was really uncomfortable cuz it's not just it's not just him. It's mm-hmm. also um the pop star guy Although Protozoa. I like it, I li- yeah, Protozoa, which is Protozoa, two different names. Mm-hmm. Arguably the best character in the film. Arguably, yes, I think he is, because uh, he's creepy in his original appearance, but he's not at any point after that. He's just kind of cool. And also the lackey is creepy. And right. then also the boyfriend is creepy. Mm-hmm. So everyone's a creep. That's, I mean, that's say... almost every male main character in the film right. with the name. Yeah. Which... Maybe they weren't creepy at the time. They're certainly creepy now. What's the thing you didn't... What's the major thing you didn't like about this film? The language that they use in this film... He stole mine. It's it's so obnoxious. And it's supposed to be. But the thing is, it's just used so often. You think it's supposed to be obnoxious? I think it is. You you don't think think it was a 90s... One of these is going to stick as a catchphrase? Well, obviously, that's Zetus Lapidus. That one is the one that they use as a catchphrase. But the thing is, they use it once within the first half of the movie, and then they just chuck it everywhere in the second half. Yes. But they use all the It was like they wrote the first half of the movie as a pilot, and then they had to rewrite the second half, and they didn't realize that that was their gimmick, was Zetus Lapidus, until they wrote the second half of the movie. Well, I'm not excited for the second film, because that's going to be the. might be the only one they use in the second film. Right. But it certainly felt like we, especially for the first half of the film, it's also true in the second half of the film, adding major to the end of it, like every freaking word. And minor. Or minor, but they use minor a few times in major a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, uh, grave danger is mortis, not major, but mortis. Danger mortis. Mm-hmm. Which, gotta say, I do love that arc of Clone Wars, but uh, I was not expecting is it. Danger here. mortis? Yes. That's my favorite one. <laughs> It's a good arc. It's a good arc. <laughs> but it doesn't work here. It no. Not even a little bit. It just feels annoying. And then there's Earth slang that they seem to drop pretty quickly. 
Oh yeah, because well, I think they because the the kids that Xenon hangs out with pick up her slang and decide to use it instead because it's mm. cooler. <laughs> it's radical. They mostly say no. It's, it's viral. It's viral, oh, viral. David. Viral extreme, Freeman. <laughs> slang major. <laughs> and extreme real nineties slang. Mm-hmm. Viral. Don't think so. I don't remember that slang ever being used. Well. But the film does supposedly take place in 2049, 2049 so I, I get why they didn't use extreme. With, um, yeah, they, they bring up, they there's a gag, which is probably funny in the late 90s. Not funny now. President Clinton, and this is her in her history class, um, was President Clinton, blah, 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 unlike her father. Mm-hmm. So it's Chelsea Clinton for no discernible reason. It, it's basically, if you were to do it today, it would be one of the um, one of the um, daughters of uh, Barack and Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. or Michelle herself, right? It, it would no, never... probably probably one of their daughters. Oh, that's what I'm saying, almost certainly. But it could be Michelle as well. It, it's hard to say, but I mean, not with that much of a time gap, obviously. Right. But like, it's the same joke, and it's a bad joke. It's a really bad joke. It really is. It's not great. I'm going to talk about what I liked about this film, which is hard Mm -hmm. for me. (laughs) Because this film is bad. And I think... uh, You know what? I'll start with what's bad, Freeman, and maybe I'll find what I think is good. Hopefully you can find something. Because I think that the prop work is bad. All the props are bad. it's not great. Costuming's bad for all the space people. Earth Mm -hmm. people is mostly okay, except for the bully girl. Right. Who dresses like a aging movie star in the 20s yeah the uh god the the writing's bad the special effects are bad the sets are good everything around the sets are bad mm-hmm. especially the like smoke effect that they use a lot like a weird amount and the the zero g rat zero g well that's in the effects but yes there is a zero g rat that looks like uh-huh. a low resolution like animated gif of a rat that was like flipped upside down and i'm pretty sure that they like blurred it so you couldn't see the polygons because if they didn't you totally could low jpeg rat (laughs) (laughs) can i get any more pixels in this rat please (laughs) this film is so just it's such a throwaway film like it's not particularly egregious Mm -hmm. but it's just so nothing and all the little things sort of there's no one big thing about this that sucks but all the little stuff it's like every single thing is the wrong choice right and maybe that's because i'm not nostalgic for this movie like i was halloween town maybe it's because i'm not like i, I maybe it's because of it didn't age well mhm and it was better at the time but it really doesn't feel like it what's the good thing I'm trying so hard to find a good thing about this film. I think it's the aunt. I think it has to be the aunt, who's like the only I mean, human character in the entire movie. But also, while we are talking about the aunt, are we going to talk about that last-minute forced romance between the aunt and the commander of the space station? Yes, obviously we are. You mean the last-minute forced romance <laughs> where I was yell- where I was yelling yes into the microphone while we were watching? I don't understand and probably why! pissed off my entire house because I was just screaming yes. 
You know, you know why? Because it. you called that he was the bad guy a few minutes in, and I went, is he the bad guy? He seems like an okay dude. And he wasn't the bad guy. He gets a love interest in the aunt for no reason. No reason whatsoever. The reason Literally is none. because she's afraid to put herself out there, Freeman. The reason is... But it's, it's okay, Freeman. Because everything's 30 pounds lighter in space. <laughs> <laughs> which... Which is not something that they say in the film, but is the opposite of something they say in the film, which is that everything is 30 pounds heavier on Earth. Heavier on Earth than it is in the atmosphere. And they really milk that. Oh, they really do. They, they really they milk really, that really she really knows nothing one. about Earth stuff. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't know what a horse is. And there's this whole bit where they're doing swimming lessons or something for gym class, yeah. right? And the teacher says, hey, like, do you know how to swim before we, like throw you in the pool even though you've already dressed up in your swimsuit expecting this, I don't know what and she says oh yeah I totally know how to swim and the bully girl pushes her in the pool and she almost drowns and gets saved by the boy and she's like well I know how to swim in space yeah also the bike thing where she goes of course I know how to ride a bike <laughs> and she like most of our exercising was bikes and I'm like it's a stationary bike she gets on the bike she falls over immediately falls over immediately she's like it's a stationary bike I'm used to I'm like this is the laziest writing I've ever heard. <laughs> I I thought the same thing was going to happen with the horses for a minute. God, too. she knew how to ride. Yeah, she knew how to ride space horses. Yeah, the space horses are different. They have spacesuits on, so you don't fall off. You want to talk about the spacesuit costume? I kind of do. So it it looks like a a spacesuit from a, right around the time the movie was made, which makes sense. What doesn't make sense is why they didn't make it look like more of a sci-fi spacesuit because this is supposed to take place in 2049 so you would yeah. think that they would have you know science sci-fi magic is, like just make it look a little which bit is like nicer 50 less bulk. years after this movie is made right so you would think that they would have done that but they didn't and then the reason that she gets in a spacesuit and goes on an unauthorized spacewalk is to watch a solar flare but her visor isn't tinted in one like at all so she will be blinded by this. And and my reason behind this is because it was the Earth in front of the sun. But still, but that's going to do some damage to your eyes. To, I was going to say, still it needs to be tinted. Mm-hmm. And also the solar flare doesn't matter, so just so that she's like a troublemaker. Yeah. I know what I like. I know what I like about this film. What do you I like? I found it. I like the tech kid. He's barely in it. Yeah. Uh, I said I liked the aunt. I also like the tech kid. I have two things the I like about this nice. film, and they're both specific characters that aren't awful. I get really, uh, I get big Wade vibes from the tech kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, same energy. Oh, 100%. I mean, he's he, he was the, I am the kid who does the tech archetype. Mm-hmm. Which isn't a bad thing. No, not a bad thing at all. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I liked it. It was fine. Right. He were He fit in the film. And once again, I said this during the film, he and the boyfriend character, Mm -hmm. smartest characters in the film, Mm -hmm. on account of everyone else being an idiot. Yes. They're of average intelligence, probably. Mm -hmm. Tech kid is smart. Tech kid is very smart. Right. Boyfriend character is normal kid. Everyone else, including the adults, idiots. There's a scene where Xenon calls her parents on the space station. And says, things are surely going bad on the space station, but I know what it is, and I, you need me to go up there and help. 
and they go, well, you're just lying to us. There's nothing bad happening on Space Station. It's fine. Stay on Earth. Hang up. Mm-hmm. Walk into hallway. How could she know that everything is bad on Space Station? Well, there's two options. <laughs> Either she did it, which makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Or she's telling the truth. And even though we get the reasoning of, oh, she does what she wants, she doesn't pay attention to authority, we never get the premonition that she lies about that kind of stuff. Like she's lied about anything. No. Film. So why would you not trust her about this? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You know what's also another weird thing about this film that I want to bring up? A lot of things. Um, like that hmm. doll. But we don't need it. There's no reason to talk about the doll. The doll's just scary. Oh, God. <laughs> the doll's just going to be in my <sighs> nightmares tonight. And the statue that she makes is that in the statue? contest, which is in the same art style. I also thought it terrifying. was going to be a thing that moves. Yes, that's what she said. It's, it's like it. a sculpture. Oh, not microchips. No, she says they, they. She says that it's a sculpture that she made. I hope that comes through on mic fine, but yeah, Whopper. That I gotta cut that. What I just said. What? Because I just said Whopper, and now I said it twice. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! <laughs> no RPG thirteen rating. <laughs> Really, though, it's it's so bad. It is. It's god-awful. So, something that I want to bring up to you, too, okay. that I... It, this tracks, okay. uh, but the second thing I'm going to bring up does not at all. Okay, yeah, I'm listening. Uh, so, first of all, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century was actually a failed pilot for a proposed television series. That tracks. That's why there's two more. That tracks. The thing that doesn't track, uh, Xenon the Zequel mm-hmm. came out in... January of 2001. So is that two years However, later? Yes, two years later. Okay. However, the thing is, Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, didn't come out till October of the same year. Okay. Why would you make Xenon the sequel before you make Halloween Town 2 objectively from a better original movie? Well, see, Halloween Town 2 can't be released until October. Right, but the thing is, uh, with, for, with a production schedule, like, Xenon would have started before they started Halloween Town 2. And why? Production on Xenon 2 must have started before they filmed Halloween Town 2. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's the problem. Then why would they not release it to first? But why would you even start making a sequel to a worse movie? No, no, because they thought it was going to be a movie. successful pilot movie that they were going to spin off into a TV show. So probably what it was is they fi- they were preparing to film a bunch of episodes. They went... No, 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 not big enough for a TV show. Because so then they scrapped. Which means the that not that many people liked it, and episodes. you're all wrong. Maybe they scrapped all the scripts from the episodes of the TV show, and that's what the sequel is. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is that either the sequel is like a direct to DV or direct to video uh, Disney sequel, like the Return of J- or Return of Jafar, or mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the Tarzan and Jane, mm-hmm. or any of those. That are either, in the case of like the Aladdin one, a pilot for the TV show, right? Or in the case of Tarzan and Jane, a bunch of scripts that they didn't use in the show, stitched mm-hmm. together into a film. Same thing with um, Atlantis too. Yep, and the Bell's Enchanted Stories, or whatever the heck it is. Yep, because they did that a lot in the nineties, right? And into the early 2000s. Also the same as like the Lilo and Stitch one. Mm-hmm. But much like the Bell, Tarzan did get a show, so I don't know about right. that one. Um, but the ones that were not spun off into TV shows because they did not do well. 
Mm-hmm. This was just a, we already have all our stuff. We already paid everyone to be here. Might as well make another movie. Well, or maybe it was thing is... just, it was just um, good enough to get another movie, but not a TV show. Or it was like a cult classic. It must be, because the thing is, then there's also the third one, Z3. Mm-hmm. So either the second movie is significantly better than the second one, or blah, better than the first one, or they just wrote so much that they had already like done filmed that they just yeah. didn't want to scrap it. It's got to be something like that because I don't see. I I I've never heard anything bad about this film. No, never sometimes have I. someone like, on the internet will say Zetus Lapidus. Mm-hmm. And then everyone will go, oh, I love Xenon. Xenon was great. Remember Xenon? Mm-hmm. Xenon's not great. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry to tell you. Xenon sucks. It's bad. I wouldn't say it sucks, but it's definitely not good. It's it's below average. It is subpar. Yeah. It doesn't... I, I, I think that there's a confusion here because it doesn't suck on the level that you lucky dog sucks. Nowhere near. But a lot of this film was us looking at the time going, we must be at least half an hour through. Oh, we're 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Or we must be nearly done. Oh, we're halfway through. We wanted this film to be over, and it was never close. No. Because every time it felt like we should be close to the film ending, right? we had like half of the film to go. We mm-hmm. thought we were twice as far in the film pretty much every single time than we actually were. You know, David, while we're on the subject of what you think the movie as a whole, mm-hmm. on a scale of one to five Zetus Lapiduses, okay. what do you give Xenon, Girl of the 21st okay. Century? So, this is hard, actually. Because it's not a you lucky dog, and we don't talk about Brink anymore. No. Because Brink is so forgettable. Forgettable, yeah. But it's higher than Brink. Right. Because of reasons. Because it feels like it should be. In my heart of hearts, I feel like I should rate it higher than Brink. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a solid reason for that. It's it's really hard to rate this film. Because I feel like giving it a 5 is too good for it. It's way too good for it. Because... Five, is our top of the, 5 is our top of the scale. No, 10, dude. No, we do out of 5. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't? I thought we no. gave it a 5. No, we gave Halloween Town 8 across the board. Oh, no, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Is that a 10? I'm saying saying 5 seems too good. Middle middle of the road seems too good for this film. Yeah. And it's not a 1, but it's better than Brink, so where do I rate this film? Presumably I rated a 4, but a 4 feels too good for this film. Mm -hmm. But I think that based upon my own scale, I have to give it a 4. Right. Halloween Town's an 8. Halloween Town's good, and maybe that's nostalgia. Halloween Town's actually pretty good. But Halloween Town... Followed by this movie is such whiplash, mm-hmm. because Halloween Town has a lot of things going for it. Specifically, it has a lot of practical effects. This film has zero. If it could be done by a computer, mm-hmm. it was. If it could be done by it green was. screen, it was. The only thing that wasn't was um, the model of Xenon in the spacesuit during the solar flare. Which was a but green it was screen. on a was... green screen with the solar flare in the background. Yeah, because it was a little model that someone was twirling around in their fingers. I'm 90% certain it was just an action figure at this point. I'm 100% certain of it. It looks like one of those little army man figures. Mm-hmm. Except for space. 
So it, it's almost a place where I go. At least Brink didn't wasn't done by a computer. Right. Because it feels like you could feed the idea of the script into a computer and spit out the script. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a human touched this film. And there are some people who are trying way too hard and are doing a really good job, but this film doesn't deserve it. No. And I don't know if that rescues the score at all. I, I almost want to say, what is your score? I need time to think, but I'm going to give it before you give it so that I do not bank on your score as mine. It's a 3.5. 3.5. It's better than it is better than Brink by 0.5 to me. It was a miserable watching experience. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe there's two more of these <laughs> that we have to watch. The second one's got to be better, right? No, it's no, be. it doesn't. It one. doesn't have to be better. And I feel like if you took 90% of the script where they say whatever space slang they're saying, and you mm-hmm. take it and you cut those bits out. And then you take the bit at the beginning where it goes, she's a troublemaker. Let's establish that she's a troublemaker. And you cut that down to maybe two scenes because you don't need as many as they have in there. No. And you cut that entire opening montage. And then you cut about half of this. You cut the entire school thing mm-hmm. or the or most of the date. One of the two. This film is bearable. Unfortunately, they did none of that. And all the space laying is in there. And those bad scenes are in there that mm-hmm. just pad the length of the movie. And they don't do anything. They don't tell you anything you don't already know from another scene. Right. Or from her general acting. I also just don't like her acting. And maybe that's controversial. But I I did not see any reason that she should should have been cast in this role. Honestly, Mm -hmm. cast Raven as the lead actress in this film. Because she can act. Mm -hmm. There's a reason. I looked at this, um, the actress's IMDb briefly. And I'm not going to source it because I barely looked at it, so I could be wrong. It looks like this is basically what she's in, and very little else. And I think there's a reason for that, so 3.5. What about you? What do you think about this film? Out of, out of 10, Ditas Lapidases, it's not even clear what the catchphrase is. <laughs> out, out of 10, 10 Ditas Lapidases. Ditas Lapidasi? I have to presume so. Out of 10, Ditas Lapidasi. I personally would give this movie a 4.5. Okay. It's definitely better than Brink because for me, I was at least somewhat like my attention was kept with this movie. I was paying attention to it pretty much the whole time. Whereas with Brink, I kind of zoned out for a bit of it because it just wasn't entertaining to me. But this has at least some value to it in that it's so ridiculous that it's almost a little bit better. Yeah. The space slaying, as terrible as it is, is at least somewhat well thought out enough to kind of make sense, given what the 90s were, to have this become what it is. Mm-hmm. So it makes enough sense. I I like the set design of it. The space station makes sense to look like a space station. All of that looks really cool. Um, I like... Um, protozoa he's a really cool character i like the way that he looks I like the way he talks i like his costume a lot i think this movie is not great by any means <laughs> but as far as a disney channel original movie goes it's definitely watchable it's and watchable. out of the four movies that we have watched so far watch halloween town 
if you want to watch this movie, like if you think that there is something there that we're missing out of your own nostalgia, I would say go ahead and watch this one. Do not watch Brink. Do not watch You Lucky Dog. This one, if you have interest in it, I guess would be okay. And I would say, honestly, if you've never seen this film, don't bother. No, it's not if, worth if it. If you are nostalgic for it and you go, I wonder if this film is as good as I remember. Watch it again. Watch it's it not. again. It's not. You'll feel <laughs> you'll feel bad after watching it, but then yeah. you'll realize that you're an adult now. Mm-hmm. And you can watch better movies that do similar things to this. Like Halloween Town. Like Halloween Town. <laughs> because I, I was thinking more like theatrically released movies. Oh. I mean, Home Alone is a better version of effectively this story. Kinda, yeah. This is, it, it's every 90s movie story. Big businessman want do bad thing. Mm-hmm. Me, kid, no big businessman going to do thing, but adults don't believe. So now I, kid, and my gang of wacky kid friends gotta fix, uh, fix everything and save the day with our one kind of outsider adult. I would say, actually, if you want to watch a movie with basically this exact same plot line, go watch the movie they made out of Recess. Yes, actually, that's a perfect example. Way better. Yeah, I take it back. <laughs> Don't watch Home Alone. Watch the Recess. No, movie. go watch Recess. Actually, watch the Recess. Movie. So much better. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me of that. It wasn't even a theatrical release, but it was so, so welcome. much better. There, there's, there's gotta be like dozens of movies with that exact plot, all of which are better mm-hmm. than this film. The only thing this mm-hmm. film has going for it is space. Mm-hmm. And apparently, this is based on a book. Yeah. So I'm just gonna which say, which I'm read kind the of book. interested in that, but I don't want to read the book. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> homework. Write us a book report on Xenon Girl: <laughs> The 21st Century of the novel, not the movie. I'll know if you write it about the movie. I'll well, know. no. Write about because the there's no way that all of this is exactly how it is in the book. There's no way. There's no. I've seen the there... Percy Jackson movie. It's not. There's no way. There has to be character development in the book because there there's isn't be. there isn't any in the movie Mm-mm. no there's some we get the one character development bit of xenon is a troublemaker okay. that's it there is bare minimum she's not not a troublemaker at the end though that's not character development no that's the thing she doesn't progress in her character at all she's exactly who she is at the beginning of the movie as she is at the end of the movie she it's progresses a, in her knowledge. She understands that Earth is not a terrible place anymore, and she kind of grows a yeah. little bit fond of it. But other than that, she doesn't grow at all. No, it's a straight line from who she is at the beginning to who she is at the end. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. All these movies seem to be that way, except for Halloween Town, which is probably why I hate it. Hate or hate all the other ones that are in Halloween Town so far, is because mm-hmm. you lucky dog, point A to point B, same character. Right. All the way through. Brink, no one learns a lesson, no one does anything. Point A, mm-hmm. point B, same character, exactly. Right. Same with the Xenon. Point A, point B, no change in the character. Halloween Town, character is a little different by the Marnie end. Marnie gets some development. She gets some development in some. that she kind of, her whole character is that she is rebelling and she wants to be weird and a witch and mm-hmm. what have you. And she doesn't not want that at the end. So she's similar to who she, who she is at the beginning and who she is at the end. But in the end, I think the important thing is that everyone around her develops to be more accepting of that. Right. And she also gains some confidence in herself, I think, mm-hmm. in some bit of the film. But 
at least someone changes in Halloween Town. It might not be the main character, but it's a main. But it does still revolve yeah. around the main character. Exactly. Whereas in the other three films, no one changes. Mm -mm. <sighs> Heck, even God. even you get the change of Lucas realizing that I think that was his name in Halloween Town. Yeah. They, they, yeah, 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 Lucas. Look at that. I remembered a side character's name. Look at me go. Well, how you how? you get his character development of it's not about what you look like. You know, you get the Aladdin. You know, it's, yeah. it's Diamond in the Rough. It's not about what's on the outside. It's what's on the inside that counts. And how much better would this film have been if the main bad guy was not the businessman? It was just his assistant. Oh, yeah, because that'd be better. The, the, because their plan makes zero sense. No, none whatsoever. Like, why do you want to blow up this space station? There's no, there's no, we never learn the actual motivation for why he wants that. They say at the very end it's for the insurance money. Who's insuring the space station? I didn't station? catch that. Yeah, it's a single I, line. I never caught that. Yeah, it's a single line that Xenon says. Which. How does she know that? She shouldn't. That's the thing. She shouldn't know that. I presume she doesn't know that and she made it up. She must have. Because it makes no sense. Their plan doesn't make any sense. And also, no one can prove that they did it. Right. There's no proof. Well, I mean, there there must be some, like, security footage, right? Apparently not, because otherwise they would know who tampered with it. Oh, no, yeah. You make a good point. <laughs> security cameras weren't invented until tw until 2025. You see. Don't you mean 2050? Shut up. <laughs> My point was that they don't exist in 99 when this movie's made, so they don't even think about them. Mm -hmm. The same way that GoPros aren't invented. <laughs> so they have a huge like bike helmet with a bunch of cameras stuck to it and one over the eye, as opposed to... You know why I think I liked that so much when we first saw it? Okay. It looks like something out of Spaceballs. It it looks exactly like a helmet out of Spaceballs. It looks just like something from Spaceballs, and I, I kind of like that. The best part of this film is them going, well, surely all tech is an expansion of what we have in the 90s. Here, uh -huh. here in 99. Right, right surely about, they right just the... take what we already have. They don't ever change it. They just, like, put more of it. That's why we have a Volkswagen bug that just, uh, uh -huh. that just it drives on autopilot. Right. You just need the code. You don't have to enter where you're going. You just need the code to unlock the ignition, apparently. Also, space passwords uh, are only in Wingdings. <laughs> They're all in Wingdings! Nothing else. It makes no sense. Why would you like, make Why would you have an entire separate, basically separate alphabet in space? Why? I, I, guess, I guess a password in symbols would be harder to guess. But then there's also a door keypad in numbers. I'm I'm not debating you on that. I don't understand. I, I, I am agreeing I don't get with it. you. I am fully agreeing that it's <sighs> stupid. And also, what was the other one? They have a hover limo. That's fine. They have hover boats and normal boats. Uh huh. It's like a vintage car kind of thing, is what I'm assuming. I'm presuming it's gotta be something like that. Or as I said, not everyone can afford a hover boat. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> the virus that is going to blow up the space station. Mm -hmm. is on, like, a micro-disc. But it's, like, a literal, like, disc. Like, it looks... If you cut a hole in it, it would look like a CD. Well, it's... it's I have to sit and there and go... And I think that's the point. Well, and I have to sit there and go, have USBs not been invented? No. 
I don't know when they clearly not the... because it would have been a USB or like an SD card or something. Well, that's what it would be today, right? Right. Is it would be something like that, but it's just a a shiny disc. It's a cardboard disc that they put aluminum foil on. It's a CCD. It's a compact, compact. Ah, uh, of course, made with <laughs> made with the double compact technology. Right. You take a normal compact disc and then you squeeze it down. Mm-hmm. Naturally. That's gonna be my next thing is I'm gonna sell um <laughs> I'm gonna sell donuts in that shape and call Without them. Without the hole? <laughs> David, they've already done that. <laughs> no, just a just a just a circle, just like a hockey puck. Yeah, they do that. They they fill them <laughs> uh, with stuff. Um, no, no, but not that small. My point is I want it that tiny. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I want it. Yeah, it does not fill with anything except for a virus. <laughs> they did get one. Genius. They got zero things right about the future. No, they got one thing right about the future. Hey, uh, Burger King, are you listening? Uh, this is a great idea for you guys to capitalize on. Are tiny disc-shaped donut holes? Um, we would be more than willing to sell this idea for to you in exchange for a sponsorship. In exchange for a sponsorship. I'm gonna cut out those bad words I said earlier. <laughs> I, I definitely will. I'm definitely not going to ask for you at the end of this. Do we really care if those are in there? Definitely not going to do not. that. Definitely not. No, because no, no. we care about that Burger King sponsorship. <laughs> we do very much so. And no, no, not sponsored. No, not sponsored. No yet. podcast that say the bad word has ever been sponsored. Absolutely, especially not, not multiple times in one episode. No, 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 no. Ne- never, not no, once. Never time. I was going to say the one thing they got right about the future is they mentioned what is that. that I think they specifically say New Jersey, but that there was like a pandemic. Do they? Yeah. She specifically says when she's in space, so who knows how much it's true, that it's like virus written down there. I mean, I think that's just her delusions of no. And of I would Earth agree, it's her mom is Earth her. slang words is plague or whatever it is. No, it's viral. It's viral, which seems like it might have actually. It might have just been a misunderstanding from what her mom told her about Earth, because she apparently doesn't Maybe. have any memories be, uh, before age five. Incorrect. She remembers um, rain. Oh, you're right. Rain. She knows what rain is. Very good, Tron. <laughs> she doesn't remember immediately what rain is. <laughs> no, she gets wet from the sky, and she's like, what? She also claims... she's like, oh, wait, this one's rain. I know that one. I, the thing is, all the bad things she says about Earth on the space station... Sound like realistic things that could happen this year. Oh, 100%. Like, they're plague-ridden. Antimatter tornadoes. There's antimatter tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. One time her mom got robbed at gunpoint. Uh-huh. All these things could happen in the year 2020. And I would not be surprised. I would be 0% surprised if there was an antimatter tornado tomorrow. You, David, don't you mean you would be surprised minor? That's our show. just kidding but really Uh, no i think that actually might be that's it i think that's it do you have anything else to say about this film i i absolutely don't this film is uh, final thoughts on the film we already gave them i'll give it again if you've seen Mm. this film before and you think it is good watch it again watch it again i'm sure you're wrong you are certainly wrong you may not realize that you're wrong, but then go to your friends, start using the slang that you hear in this movie, and mm-hmm. see how long you have friends. It'll be a very short time, because it's miserable to watch through. Mm-hmm. 
if you have a kid, don't make them watch this film. No. Because this film could not hold your attention very well as a child. It barely held my attention as a grown man. If it did hold your attention better as a child, why do you think it's good? Because you were paying attention to it. Tell us why it's good. Freeman, where can they tell us why it's good? They can tell us why it's good at UnoriginalsCast on Twitter, and you can also email us at unoriginals98 at gmail.com. I don't, I don't think we have anyone to thank this week. Thank you to, thank you to Twin Musicom um, for our cinematic sting at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you to people who didn't make this movie. And thank you for listening. Until next time, bye bye